everyone. Welcome back to Bible Study with Caro. Um, for anyone asking or wondering, I am feeling so much better. Thanks all to God um, for healing me and bringing healing to me. So on today's episode, um, I really felt like God was talking to me today at church with Pastor Sermon. And he was saying... How are your words affecting others? So that's what today's episode is going to be about. The power behind our words. Like in every episode, let's start with a prayer. Thank you, God, first of all, for healing for me personally, God. Um, Thank you, God, because I have seen your hand move in my life, God, and I have seen your hand move throughout this podcast, God. Thank you so much for always sending your Holy Spirit with us so that we are able to understand the words that are on the page and that the words stay marked in our hearts and in our lives, God, and that we may be able to change, to build ourselves up, to be better than we were before this exact moment. God, may it be all for your glory and all for your honor, God. I ask that your Holy Spirit be with us wherever we are, God. Wherever we are, wherever we find ourselves, God. Not just physically, but mentally and spiritually, God. I ask that your presence be with us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so for today's podcast, if you can open up your Bibles... On your phone or physical Bible or just listen if you're somewhere where your Bible is not Matthew 15 and we're gonna be focusing on 10 through 20 so just these 10 verses this is a moment where Jesus is preaching right Well, I mean, they're the Gospels, so he's always... Before I go into that, I want to read you John 6, 63. And it says, The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. So these words that I'm about to read, I don't know if your Bible's traditional or not. I have two in front of me. Um, These are words that Jesus spoke and again in John 6 63 it says the spirit gives life the flesh counts for nothing the words they have spoken to you they are full of spirit in life so I pray that these words that you hear that Jesus is speaking are full of spirit in life Matthew 15 10 and he called the people to him and said to them hear and understand It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides, and if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain the parable to us. And he said, Are you also still without understanding? 
Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is expelled? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. Here we have it, folks. If you don't wash your hands before you eat, it's perfectly fine. (laughs) The Lord says it right here in verse 20. But that's not our focus. Our focus is this thought. It's not what you put into your mouth that causes any harm. Like Jesus said, you it goes into your stump, into your mouth, into your stomach, and then you poop it out. You expel it out of your body, right? But it's what comes out of your mouth that hurts others because it comes from outside of your mouth, and then it goes into other person's heart. And these things that come out of our mouths and into other people's hearts, or that are already in our hearts coming out of our mouths because from what's in the heart that's what our mouth speaks from what's in your heart that's what comes out of your mouth so it says um in 19 for out of the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery sexual immorality theft false witness and slander you know when when things fly over your head like a thought that you have and you're like oh I I shouldn't be having this thought so let's use adultery as an example or fornication for those who are not married and you see this guy or you see this girl and you're like "Mm, I probably shouldn't be looking at them this way I probably shouldn't be checking them out. I probably shouldn't be looking at their butt or their arms or their junk or whatever it is that you're looking at that is a, that's lustfully attracting attracting you to them. And this thought comes and you can either catch that thought and say, hmm, I'm going to play with this thought a little bit. And then your mind goes places it shouldn't go. And then once you catch these thoughts that are flying over your head you let them get into your heart and then that's what comes out of your mouth so if you're the type of person male or female right if you're the type of person who's like oh she's so hot oh he's so hot oh my god look she's the sexy mama or whatever or sexy babe or let's go look at the babes and there's hot babes over there and all this stuff that didn't just happen that happened because you caught on to one thought that you shouldn't have had and then you liked how it made you feel so then you caught another thought liked how it made you feel and now all of that stuff that you have let inside of your heart is coming out of your mouth it doesn't just work with lust it works with pretty much everything so if we're talking about anger right Anger doesn't just take control of you. There's this thought of anger. Um, Let's say you're angry with this one person. 
Um, and then you start getting thoughts like, oh, I'm going to tell her this. And if she says this, if she responds in this way, well, I have a comeback. So I'm going to tell her this and this is how I'm going to do it. And you just keep going on this little rabbit hole of attaching yourself to that thought that was flying over your head. So then this creates anger towards that person and you let that anger get inside your heart. So when you're with that person or with anyone else, anger is going to be coming out of your mouth. And that's what's going to be hurting someone else. That's what's going to defile someone else. So before you open your mouth, we first have to analyze what are we what thoughts are we letting like make a nest on our brain and into our hearts because that's whatever's in our hearts that's what's going to come out of our mouths so let's see some biblical references to this just so we understand it and also so it's backed up so if we go to proverbs 19 or 18 proverbs 18 sorry Okay, Proverbs 18, 20, verse 20, in chapter 18 of Proverbs, it says, Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. 21, the tongue can bring death or life to those who love to talk will reap the consequences. So I'm going to read those again. Proverbs 18.20 says, Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. 21. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. So when we look at this, our tongue is pretty powerful because it can bring death or life to someone. You can build someone up with your tongue or you can tear them down with your tongue. And once again, everything depends on what's in your heart. If what's in your heart is not good, then no good thing is going to be coming out of your mouth. Right here, going back to Matthew 15, it is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. That correlates completely to Proverbs 18.21. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Now, what do you love to talk about? Do you love to gossip and talk about that girl or that guy? Or how you're so much more better than them? Or how you work better than them? Or you're a better mom than them? A better wife than them? A better girlfriend than them? overall better person than them while well, you're going to reap the consequences of all this bad judgment that you're letting come out of your mouth or you can be like sis got it yes like good job you're amazing or sometimes it's not even praising this other person sometimes it's holding your tongue and not saying anything at all Maybe it's when so-and-so comes and says, 
hey, did you hear? And you're like, um, if you're going to be gossiping, get it out of my face. There is power in our tongues and we can see that a lot, especially now in times. Um, once again, we're still talking about the power that our tongue has and we're looking at Matthew 15, 10 through 20. And our backup verse is Proverbs 18, 20 to 21. There is power in your tongue. In real life, in in this life, in this era, there has been kind of like an uprising of people dealing with childhood trauma. And I feel like childhood trauma is like the it thing right now. It's what everyone is talking about. And oh, my parents treated me like this. And oh, my uncle did this. And oh, my grandparents did that. And like we've all been through it. We have all been through it, but let's look at how words have affected or shifted the way that we walk and the way that we talk. So if you were called like dumb, stupid, good for nothing, you're going to think that you're dumb and you're stupid and you're good for nothing. If you've been called ugly, um, fat or skinny or crooked teeth, or your hair is nappy. If you've been called that over and over and over again, you're going to believe it. And a lot of people take, like, other people's word for it. It's like, people are throwing these words to us, and we're like, yes, you're so right, I'm dumb. Yes, you're so right, I'm ugly. Yes, you're so right, I'm too short. Yes, you're so right. I'm too skinny. I'm too tall. I'm too blah, 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 blah. We start to grab onto these words that other people are speaking into our lives. And then we start to speak it over ourselves. And then we start to say, oh, no, it's because I'm too dumb. Oh, no, it's because I'm, I'm too stupid. Oh, no, it's because I'm fat. Oh, no, it's because I'm too skinny. Oh, it's, no, it's because, like, I have crooked teeth. Oh, no, it's because, like, no one's ever going to love me. No, it's because, like, I'm good for nothing. No, it's because I'm too toxic, blah, 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 blah. Words can form you and your future and the future of your kids if you don't know how to deal and reel in all these words that have been spoken over you. So we can, well, what we should do, really what we should do is look at how we were raised And something my mom always says, we have to learn how to eat fish. You know how when you eat a fish, there's like uh, bones in it and you have to take the bones out and it takes a long time to eat fish. Why? Because you're cleaning out the fish. You're you're making sure that you're not eating any um, splinters or any of the bones or anything like that. So in our past, because we've all been hurt by words, like if you've been hurt by a word like, in your car, raise your hand, say amen, yes, sister, like, yes. All of us have been hurt by words at one point in our lives. But it is our responsibility to change that for our kids and our kids' kids. It's like if I was called dumb and ugly and fat and 
and stupid and good for nothing if I was called that my whole life and it made me feel terrible and it made me change the way that I talk to people and the way that I just circulate in in social settings the way I circulate in life the decisions I make if like that altered and messed it up then why am I going to do the same thing to my child so if I was called a good for nothing and it made me feel bad and now as an adult I'm seeing the repercussions of it I'm not gonna be going to my child and telling them that they're good for nothing that they're ugly that they're I don't know too slow or they don't listen why because I saw the damage that that caused to my life so I'm not going to cause it to my child remember Proverbs 18 21 says the tongue can bring death or life and those who love to talk will reap the consequences and then in Matthew 15 19 it says for out of the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery sexual morality theft false witness and slander and all those things defile a person and all those things come out of your mouth so what i feel we should first do and i say we because i'm not perfect i'm struggling with everything that i've been sharing i feel like what we first have to do clean our hearts from all of that that I just mentioned in Matthew 15 19 evil thoughts murder adultery sexual morality theft false witness false witness that's like when you lie when you saw someone do something bad and you lie about it I feel like we've been doing that a lot I feel like we do that for people who we love We see someone like a cousin, uh, a sibling, um, an uncle, an aunt, even a parent. And we know that they're doing wrong. And instead of correcting them and telling them that they're wrong, we're like, oh, no, that's fine. It's okay. That's normal for her. Or, oh, uh, yeah, it's okay. We're just going to hide that. No one needs to know. It's fine. That's just a little side note because that got me. I feel like we have to clean our hearts from all of that. And I feel like now that I'm a mom, looking back at my past and the way I was brought up, and I'm learning to eat fish with my past. There were a lot of beautiful parts, you know, and then some parts where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that with my kid. Yeah, I'm not going to call him that. Hmm. I'm probably going to react a different way than that because the way my parents reacted didn't really work. So we got to clean our hearts, number one. We really have to analyze what's in our hearts and what we've been letting get into our hearts by what thoughts we're holding on to, what thoughts we like to go down the rabbit hole with. And then we have to analyze our past and say, hmm, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that to my child because it didn't it didn't work when my parents did it to me and it scarred me. I probably shouldn't talk to my spouse like that because when I got spoken to like that, didn't work out. Um, yeah, I probably shouldn't be telling my husband that he's a good for nothing because when I was told I was a good for nothing, then it didn't really uh, work out for me. I just feel like we really have to be 
aware of who we are in Christ before we open our mouths for anything. And I feel like anything at all. Before we open our mouths to share our opinion on a matter, on a person, on a person's life decisions. Before we go and judge someone. Before we start an argument with our spouse or with our kids. I feel like we really have to be aware of who we are in Christ and who he's called us to be. Because if you're aware, you're going to hear and understand what the Lord is telling you. You're going to believe that the words that the Lord speaks over us are filled with the spirit and are filled with life. So that way we can speak spirit-filled, life-filled words over our children and the next generation and over our spouses. Why? Because we want to be better. Everyone wants to be better than their parents, no matter how amazing your parents are. Everyone wants to be better, and that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here to be a better mom and a better wife than my mom and my wife, than my mom is as a mother and as a wife. And if you know my mom, she's a total beast, and I love her to death. If you go to 1 Peter 2.9, it says, But you are a chosen people. That's what you are. If you are a follower of Christ, if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are a chosen people. He chose you. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So from now on, listeners, everyone out there, know who you are. Know that you are a chosen person, that you are a royal priesthood, that you are a holy nation and God's special possession. And there is power in your tongue because the tongue can bring death or life. And if you love to talk a lot, make sure you're speaking life so that way you can reap that consequence of life. Please make sure that you're careful with your words towards your children and towards your spouse because we're all trying to be better people here. Um, I know this episode was a little different, but I just really felt like God was calling me to share that. That words have power words can hurt people and words can build people up it can bring death or it can bring life so please start your week with words of life and words of affirmation and words of love and peace god bless you